Everybody, welcome to the Notes My Goats podcast. I am Brandon, and I'm Steve. How's it going, bud? Doing, doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good, doing man. Okay, it, it's huh? So I'm doing okay. Yeah, I mean we're middle of January at this point when this one's dropping. Yeah, so I mean, we've flipped. We probably the have calendar. snow by now. I mean, I would assume. You know, I've had a conversation with somebody recently, and we're recording like almost mid December. And they were saying that we're still projected to get like 80 inches of snow this year. Man, I still haven't bought a snowblower yet. I need to do that. And that's on top of what we already got, the 26 inches that we got here in Wayland in November yeah, or October or whatever. I'm hoping these weather people are wrong. It's Michigan, man. They, they're always wrong. They're always they're either always wrong or they're always right. Every once in a and while, it's man, always they, drastic. They get it figured it's, out, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Dude, that's Michigan. It's always drastic. It's always drastic. Okay, you know what? It's a, there great it is. Se- it's a great segue, Steve. Speaking of always drastic in Michigan, who are we talking to today? <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible segue. <laughs> I mean, it works in some way. So, guys, um, you hear this guy on our podcast every single week. Without um, even knowing. He is, without even knowing. Well, we said we tell you. Well, we he do is tell the- you. We put his All of his stuff is in the show notes every yes. single Oh, he is so the kind. mind and the um, voice behind both of our game theme songs and actually our other songs as well. He's done all of our music. The he is the, of Christmas he and... is the Notes McGoats music producer. Yeah. yeah. Put that on your resume. Yeah, because um, I can't do among, it myself, so I hire Among somebody. many other things. So, guys, today we are talking to Holland area jack of all trades can mm-hmm. literally do everything for you um, except except which we found out in the last pod the 420 pod he cannot roll his own blunt he cannot roll oh, no own, no he can't do that <laughs> unless it's changed but it's been a little while it's been a little bit oh um, so changed. it's not changed so <laughs> there's he's, he is the jack of all trades except for one trade he's he's all still right. lacking in one he's got skills oh, uh, but jared right. jared Driesinga, dude Thanks what's going cool. on well, that I, well, that was painful to relive. Um, yeah. <laughs> that one stuck with you, huh? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my. Uh, God. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, I've I've been good. I mean, I'm so grateful for all that all that music you guys let me create. Uh, it's so fun to do, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to. to I, I, you know what? This uh, I, I am good, but listening to this album, I I don't know what I was. I put my I don't know what I put what I was thinking. I just I, I thought it would be funny at the time. I was like, oh, you know, uh, kind of a weird guy. It should be, this should be funny. And I, I, I should have thought, oh, this is a weird guy. This should be weird. It's going to make for an relive. interesting conversation. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Rel- yeah. I, I, when I was 10 years old, I loved this album. But now I wouldn't say I do. <laughs> oh, it's 24 years old. Yeah. Woo! Man, I didn't think so, about that. Yeah. So, Jared, what are we talking about today? Man, we're talking about Devil Without a Cause by Kid Rock. Yeah, oh, the infamous Kid Rock. Yeah. So again, the the infamous Kid Rock by the last Ooh. guy I would ever have thought would have brought us a Kid Rock album. Yeah. Well, I'm but of course, the moment that he mentioned it in our in our group chat, I very much put him on the hook for it. We were both so. like, "Yep, that's the one." Yeah, and he's like, "Shit, shit, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was my idea. I don't I. Yeah, I just thought it would be funny, and then yeah. when, once I had to listen to it, yeah, like I say, not not so funny anymore. <laughs> oh, but it'll get funny. Don't worry. We'll get there. Okay. Before I we mean, talk about before we talk about Devil Without a Cause, I gotta yes. talk about Kid Rock. And if you guys Ooh. know me very well, he gonna get it. Um, <laughs> so it uh, Kid Rock, Robert James Ritchie, <laughs> aka Bobby Shazam. <laughs> what? No bullshit. Before he was Kid Rock, he went under Bobby Shazam. That sounds wow. White boy from Romeo, Michigan. Not from a trailer in Detroit. He lived on 60 fucking acres in a house with 10 bedrooms and a pool. Right. What? Let's just let's just knock one he's thing not, out of the way here. So he's not super trash then. Well, no, that's not that's not true. All right. I mean he... <laughs> trash by choice. That's, yeah. man, there we go. <laughs> he made a choice. Yeah. Um so Again, American singer, songwriter, rapper, and they always leave this out. Dude's an actor. 
we'll bring that up. Don't worry. Can't let him forget those that his one role where he played himself in a movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from Romeo, Michigan, yeah, like I said, Husker Macomb County, and Husker Dance, anyway. <laughs> a suburb, a suburb of Detroit. He is from Macomb County, not from the D. He is from the place that the people that lived in Detroit left because they didn't like black people. Hmm. So they went to the rich area of Romeo. Yes, that happened. I will put that out there. I don't care. Um, he is a self-taught <laughs> musician. Claims to be able to play all the instruments in his backing band and writes a good portion of the music. Now, I've okay. seen this guy live, and I can attest that he does play every instrument in that band. Um, hmm. I've seen him do it. Um, I've seen him live more times than I care to mention. Um, he has been... Yeah, I was a security guard, dude, in in, in ah, Michigan. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I've only paid to see him one time, and it was because <laughs> he was playing with Uncle Cracker, and it was like a Lodo show, and I wanted to go wasn't check that, it out. Wasn't that like a New Year's Eve, the New Year's Eve show? Didn't he do that? Because Uncle Cracker something. did that one. I don't it know. It was something in GR. Yeah. It was a Lodo show. He played, but he was it was just him. Yeah. It wasn't with the band. Okay. Um. So he's been active since 1988. He's old. He's in his 60s. Or late fifties now. Um, <laughs> wow! Got twelve studio albums, forty-one singles, yeah, one live album. So he's he's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Grammys, five Grammy nominations though. So he's been nominated a couple of times. Nice. Now I did find this very interesting. For actually this album, Devil Without a Cause, um, right before this, he actually created his own backing band called the Twisted Brown Trucker Band. Um. It was to back him up along with uh, with Uncle Cracker, who was his DJ, who then was replaced when he went solo and did country music, of all things. Um, mm-hmm. But, <laughs> so, politically, <laughs> this guy is all over the place. He has supported both sides of the table, but is now clearly entrenched on the more Republican side with, uh, with good old 45 there. In 2017, he actually did flirt with running uh, for uh, the Senate, United States Senate, not Michigan Senate, but United States Senate against longtime incumbent Debbie Stabenow. Mm-hmm. But then after his feet were held to the fire and there were T-shirts that were made of Kid Rock for Senate and sold, um, he said it was a joke because he realized that he was selling T-shirts that said Kid Rock for Senate and that if you claim that money for yourself is actually a federal crime. Um, he donated the $122,000 they made off the Senate merch and said he would never run for public office. I never, I, that dude said never. I do not believe him. I think he will. It's unbelievable. If Kanye can do it a couple different times, Kid Rock will, will throw his hat, his ring in the hat. 45 needs that vice president. So you never know what'll happen. <laughs> I didn't go too deep into some stuff, but there is some fun stuff here. Oh, um, man. Notable legal issues. Oh, boy. (laughs) In 2006, uh, Bob, as we're going to refer to him now as Bob Ritchie, Bob uh, got along with Scott Stapp. This can only go one way now. uh, Was sued a movie studio for attempting to release a sex tape they made with groupies. Oh, boy. The movie studio was in in quotes, guys. That's not a a podcast thing, but it was a movie studio. Uh, In 2007... He got in a fight with Tommy Lee. Yep, the guy from Motley Crue. Heads up. At at the Video Music Awards, which were a thing, I think are still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, while he was married to Pamela Anderson, I forgot he was married to Pamela Anderson, guys. And yep. then, and this is in 2007, and then a month later, he got in another fight at a Waffle House. Of all, you, you yep. have to. With a customer... Uh, because the customer talked about his music in a not good way, so he had to defend his honor. <laughs> so he defended Pam Anderson's honor to Tommy Lee and then defended his own honor at a Waffle House, which is perfect. That's where <laughs> Kid Rock's honor is at, is a Waffle House. I can't. Um, That's so funny. He was ordered to pay a fine because he had two incidents in within a month. So the people, wherever the Waffle House was located, I think it was in Georgia, because there's like 100 billion of those there. Um, so he had to pay a fine and serve 80 hours of community service. Can you imagine that shit? Like you have to go to like the homeless shelter and Kid Rock is out there helping out. Like I don't know what Kid Rock's community service maybe would have that, been, but you know what? Maybe that was if this is just a joke because it was whatever. But 
Maybe that's where wasting time came into play. Maybe he just played that on repeat for could have been. His, his, his hours. It's this hype music going into it. I love yeah. it. So uh, last one. In 2017, he was actually sued by the Ringling Brothers and Barman Bailey for using the greatest show on earth what? tag for a tour. What? <laughs> he really thought that'd be a good idea. He used um, the greatest show on earth as a as a tour tagline. So then, because he got sued, he immediately changed the name of the tour to the most Kid Rock name ever, the American Rock and Roll Tour. Because <laughs> the dude has no original thoughts at all. Now, speaking of, we have to talk about his popularity. And this, is, this, this pains me to bring this number up. So we do popularity a little differently now. Spotify listeners. How many monthly Spotify listeners do you think listens to the old Kid Rock? Ooh. I'm gonna say, up just recently too. I'm gonna so. say 18 million. What do you got, Jer? Well, if you're gonna go 18, um, I'm gonna go 17, Bob. There we go. You both went over, but Jer was oh. closer. Okay. 4.6. Oh my. Okay. Thank God. All right. 4.6 million. If you get 18, I'm done. Yeah, done. I'd be pissed. Sorry. <laughs> Especially because this new music is even worse. Right. Um. So, Devil Without a Cause was released August 18th, 1998. It was his fourth studio album, so he's put out eight more after this. Uh, it's 14 tracks, 71 minutes long. They actually put this as like a bookmark of his career. This is a turning point for Kid Rock. He moved away from primarily from hip-hop to a more rap-rock, new metal style, which was per- perpetuated by his redneck pimp persona. I mm. got that in quotes directly from him. Um. <laughs> Yikes. Devil Without a Cause was Kid Rock's first certified diamond album, selling more than 15 million albums. To go diamond, it's over 10 million. Did find this very interesting here. While recording this album in Detroit, uh, Eminem happened to be recording in the same studio. And he asked Kid Rock to do some scratching on a track um, for the Slim Shady LP, actually. In return, Eminem is featured on the track Fuck Off, Mm -hmm. which is perfect. Uh, During the recording... And so this is the first and last time that he tried cocaine. <laughs> Apparently, Kid Rock was in full party mode during the recording of this album, which we can hopefully hear, uh, with drugs everywhere and Playboy Playmates passed out in various forms of undress in the studio. It was a raucous environment in 1998, apparently. <laughs> now, I did think I did find a couple of notable musicians that were writers and helped on the album as well so uh marshall mathers eminem he did help he did help write fuck off uh matthew schaefer who's uncle cracker helped write almost all of the tracks on the album he was a, a per um rapper too short is on this he's a helper um and then lindsey buckingham do you know who lindsey buckingham is from brandon do you jer yeah but do you think that's bullshit i saw that too on wikipedia right credited i actually took the album oh my god what's credited he... on the album do you have any more information on what he actually did i don't i saw that too and i thought maybe because there's a like a dumb lyric in there that references fleetwood mac in that song like something like rolling a fleetwood that's how i mac or something you know yeah. that line or whatever and so i thought maybe someone just got on wikipedia and was being a, a jokester you know but no, uh, i checked the album he actually is uh, on the album that's kind of painful to know that. So that Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham, Brandon is from Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Which we are going to do Fleetwood Mac later this year because I have rumors dialed up. It's happening. Yeah. That's a much better album. Much, much better <laughs> album. Older, but better. So yeah. yes, Lindsay Buckingham is featured on this album. Oh, I can't that some one of these things is not like the other. Um, singles. There was a lot of them, as as we mentioned here. Yeah. Uh, Bob with the Ba. Welcome to the party, which is owed to the old school. I am the bull god, a cowboy. Only God knows why you made this album. And Wasting Time is the last single. Now it's time for us to get into our favorite tracks. Now, I, I kind of agree with Jer that this one was a banger back in 98, maybe a little after that. And I listened to it in the last hour. And I uh, I listened to it before that too, guys. But I listened to it in the last hour, and I have thoughts. Yeah. So, yeah, um, favorite track, Jer. We'll start with you. 
Oh my gosh. Um, it's I'm kind of in between two here, so I'll just cheat and say both. Yeah. Um, I think because Joe C's verse is so epic on Devil Without a Cause, I might go with that one. Um, the Joe C verse is pretty badass. There's just something like really menacing and weird about it. And uh, right before he comes in with his verse, as like Kid Rock's doing like this epic intro for him before the, it's like this. This is really just builds the tension and and, and uh, this makes it real epic. And this intro for Josie and he does this unleashes this vicious scream going into his verse right before it kicks in. And then he kicks in with this, you know, I'm the J-O-E to the C. Oh, I love that. I love that. I eat that up. I got to be honest. That one still kind of okay. hits for me. Mm-hmm. But but then wasting time. I kind of like the uh, vocals on that chorus on that hook. It's uh, I don't. I will try to look it up. I think it's Thornetta Davis, maybe, which is like a Detroit musician uh, musician mm-hmm. that sings that mm-hmm. that hook. That hook sounds pretty dope. I think so. It's it's between wasting time and ends up without a cause for me. Okay. All right. What about you, Brandon? Um, I picked uh Roving Gangster Roland as my favorite track on this one. Interesting. Uh, yeah. The track actually grabbed me from the beginning with that bass and electric guitar groove that was kind of going on throughout the whole thing. Uh, And then listening to this track um, was actually the first time I've ever heard the track. Um, And for me, I can just imagine my long flowy hair (laughs) at a show, just like moshing and banging my head to this song live. Um, And it just, for me, it just kind of pumped me up a little bit. So that one for me, Roving Gangster, just kind of easy, simple. I really was digging that 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 groove that was kind of going on and laying the laying the foundation for it. So nice. Yeah. All right, Steve. I didn't have one because Kid Rock sucks ass. <laughs> well, you like read my mind, but no, I actually did have one. I got a little nostalgic because I right. listened to this in the car with one of my kids, the oldest one. Mm-hmm. Well, the oldest one's at home. And he called me out on one of the songs because I know it word for word. I haven't listened to this album in <laughs> probably 15 years. However, this track comes up from time to time and I know it word for word. And it's not Bow with a Bow because it's only got like six words to the whole fucking song. <laughs> um, there's just sounds. Cowboy? No, it's Cowboy. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I know every single word, including <laughs> the backup singers, and could probably... <clears throat> I'll just throw it out there. Could probably park theater open mic and go karaoke on this one. <laughs> I could go. probably do it, but it's uh of the singles on here. This one just still hits the music with just that weird. I don't know what the, what instrument they use to make that like wah wah song, like to make it mm-hmm. sound like they hit. It's something in the, in the drums, but mm-hmm. The music is still really good. The Twisted Bound Trucker Band is a is a damn good band. These guys can yeah. all play. I've seen them play live, and they're they're great, and they're awesome live. Um, the backup singers giving that like Motown feel on the back end of it, and then just lyrically, it's not great. <laughs> it's fun yeah. though. It's still fun, and then That's the. A- like the radio edit thing at the end of it, which I never do it. I always the when he does the live version, which is suck my dick. Um, <laughs> my kid looked at me. And he goes, he didn't say that. I'm like, that's what he's no. That's exactly why it says radio edit. But I like he was just like, Dad, do you feel like greasy knowing all the words of this song? And I said a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I do. Yeah. Um, but I also have to own it because I do know that damn song word for word. Fifteen. Uh, 24 years later, I yeah. still know that song word for word because I listened to this album a lot when I was in high school. Yeah. More on that later, I think. But that's funny. I so like Cowboy was my favorite. All right. It's an, All angry, right, it's an angry cowboy. It's time for our first game, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Face of questions. Face of questions. Face of questions. Face of questions. Where are you at, Rock? 
Nope. Oh. Some questions. I I feel like I have no guess. I got well, I got one for you. I guess it's only God knows why, maybe. No. God damn. I don't know. What was it? Say it one more time. Face of questions. Face. 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 Fuck off. Oh. Fist of rage. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Questions. All right. I just imagine somebody getting punched in the face when that song comes on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Second one. And he doesn't care either. Only God knows why. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. The second one was better than the first one. Yeah, it usually happens. Yeah. I'm always better the second time around. Yep, for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. So it's guys. time to get into our least favorite. This should not be hard. This should not be very hard. Brandon, you go first. Okay. All right. I'll go first. And I actually picked Only God Knows Why as my least favorite track. This this song would be so, so, so much better, in my opinion, without that bullshit auto-tune. The auto-tune is such a weird choice. It's I'm not I'm not really a fan of auto-tune or vocal distortion, period. And I think this song really maybe pushes the boundary or even like steps over the line with that part. Um, it's not a terrible song lyrically, but I I think that it would have been better if we would have just heard his true and pure vocal on this one, especially with it being more of that slow ballady type. Um, so yeah, just nope. Nope, only God knows why you decided to pick auto-tune for this one, and that's my least favorite. So, Steve, what about you, man? What was your least favorite? So I had to pick one of Jer's favorite tracks, only because I agree with him. (laughs) The part of the track that I liked was the littlest part. Uh, But it's Devil Without a Cause. The music on this one, that funk vibe that kind of got going when it started out, is, is pretty good. I fucking got lost with Kid Rock's lyrics. Like he just was like all over the place. And then he tried to save it, bringing Joe C in. And it was a hell of a try. And Joe C daringly made that track. He was the best part of that track. Having met that, that dude, um, he was a pretty awesome dude. Um, having, having actually worked a show right after this came out and Kid Rock doing his tour through Grand Rapids and seeing, um, Kid Rock's uh, bodyguard, who was like a six foot nine, three hundred and fifty pound black guy, who like stood in front of a pinball machine. You couldn't see the pinball machine no more. Wow. And him walking around with Joe C before the show was the funniest damn thing ever, because they were like buds. And I, literally, that part of this song is the only part that I like. I can't, I, I skip it every single time or I like skip towards that end to where Joe C comes on. I just couldn't do Devil Out of Cause. There's a couple other ones that I skip on it all the time. I don't listen to Only God Knows Why. I know I'm going to hate it. Like, yeah. it's like listening to that picture song. It's like with listening Crow. to somebody sing underwater. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. All right. I don't know. So, Jerry, what about you? What was your least favorite? Um. So, this like the whole second half of this album just makes me <laughs> it just hurt so bad. Like once I got that far into it, like each time listening through, it was just awful. Um, so by the time I got to the last one, I think each time I was just in agony. You know, black chick, white guy is just so leaves me feeling so yucky. And there's some unsavory language in there, anyways. Oh, there's unsavory language actually. Throughout. throughout this album yeah um and yeah it's pretty gross i can't believe like i was 10 years old listening to this album and uh oh gosh uh, that's enough said i was 10 years old listening to this yeah. album, yeah. and uh yeah number 14 is disgusting that's a gross track i don't know i mean all the all the tracks are kind of there's a lot of garbage on here i'll put it that way there's a lot of yeah. garbage on here. yep yeah. yep can't deny it I was, yeah, I was not a fan of that one either. It was just not fun. 
Yeah, I remember like thinking back on this album and thinking like in my nostalgia part of my brain, which I thought would make this kind of a fun thing was I thought like, oh, this was a pretty innovative album. And I will give it that it's pretty innovative in the sense that it's quite eclectic and there's a lot of talent on here, you know, and for sure, um, maybe not always like artistically honed the best. But um, mm -hmm. uh, I thought like I thought it was like really like a really fresh, a lot of really fresh ideas happening here. But kind of like now looking at it like chili peppers had already done a bunch of stuff by this time like that was you know rap rock stuff and you know and lip biscuit had already had some stuff out Corn. yeah yeah you had epic by uh faith no more had already been faith released no so and that was almost a decade before like this album so this deftones a little bit too was around the same time so a lot of this yeah yeah rage against the machine, rage had the done machine a bunch was of stuff, like, well rage was before them but yeah so, you know, putting that all in perspective, you know, you really go like, oh, this isn't really that new, new metal innovative. redneck. It was new yeah. metal redneck. Yeah, he just took all that stuff and added some redneck, a lot of redneck to it. And then, yeah, that was really the innovation. Yeah, and somehow that hit me, that hit 10 year old me somehow right in the person. He's from way, Michigan man. and he's right doing his thing. And yeah, I think that's what it maybe that's what's part of it. You know, you're 10 years old, you know. He root for the home crowd. Yeah, that's that's well, definitely it what it is for yeah, sure. Yeah, now I think he roots for the home crowd in a all different kind of way. <laughs> yeah, it's a different <laughs> home crowd. Yeah, yeah. Oof, ouch. There is. I will say one thing. One thing that's cool about there is like a quite a few, like a handful of like um, Detroit musicians on here. Like I was kind of mentioning earlier, like on the course wasting time. Um, but like, there's what, what there's, there's another one where I almost looked up. I was like, is that for for a second? I thought this one track was uh possible. I was like, is that Lenny Kravitz? There's like this kind of soulful, like R and D rock kind of singer in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. On, oh, and I got one for you. Yeah, Robert oh, Bradley. Yeah, there, yeah. I looked that up too. There's this other singer on there. Yeah, and his voice is really, really dope. There's, I mean, there's some definitely some really cool talent sprinkled throughout he's the album. A, he's so. actually a a blind street singer from Detroit. That's yeah, that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Yeah, and he has his band was Robert Bradley's Blackwater Surprise. It's him and three white dudes, but yeah. But nice. yeah, so I mean, there, there's some cool stuff. I mean, Eminem's on it, and that you were talking about the Eminem thing, and you know that was before even the Slim Shady uh, EP oh, dropped, and so it was kind of before everyone knows Slim Shady. So that's probably maybe I don't know if that's like it the first. Was, it was in the midst of recording it because that dropped in 99. This dropped yeah. the year before. And it was funny because on this album, and I'm I'm kind of glad we didn't get it because holy Jesus, it'd have been terrible. But um ICP was supposed to be on this album. Oh that's what it they were supposed to be on this album. They actually played shows together in the 90s. But um M or M ICP and Kid Rock all of a sudden just didn't get along with each other. M and ICP never got along. And then Kid Rock and ICP okay. like had a falling out when ICP went like in career trajectory of things. It's a big room for the home crowd. But um <clears throat> yeah, right. ICP was, was supposed to be on this album. They were supposed to be on uh they they were on a couple of other earlier stuff. Um hmm. at least Violent J was. That would absolutely have been the crushed Fago can on the trash Sunday that this album is. It literally would have been something else. I I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't imagine where he'd have fit in, but there'd have been something on here. Where he would have got into it, um, but yeah, there's this this thing could have been like off the it could have went off the rails pretty quickly, further than it already did. I can't, I still can't fathom how popular it was. Sure, for sure. So we got to get into our our next game. Right now, right? Our next game. I don't even know what to call this one, Steve. What do you got? What are you calling it? <laughs> um, the Yeehaw Poetry Slam. The Yeehaw. The Yeehaw Pimpin' Poetry Slam. Oh my gosh. All right, guys, here's time. Here's the, the Shatner Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. This is Shatner's Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Shatner's Poetry Slam. Here is your first Shatner Poetry Slam song. We'll get gassed in your garage of sickness as I bring a little swing into your world of stiffness. This is amazing. Because I've got plenty of rhymes to spill. Ain't got nothing more 
and time to kill form like a blister drink like a failure rip like a twister right through a trailer somebody's got to feel this well yeah but no um <laughs> park after dark is where you'll see me coming that sounds naughty my gun's gunning and the 808's humming is it fister age nope raw raw rip rock rude Sample anything I like and never get sued. That lyric was untrue. Yeah, that one was interesting. At 18, I had a hardcore attitude. Why can't I think of what is this? Fuck off. Nope. When I where you at rock? Huh? Where you at rock? Nope. I'll finish this. I'll finish this verse if you guys don't get it. When I turned 19, I was touring (laughs) with Ice Cube. It's true. I'm from the old school. Roving Gangster. Yes. The Ice Cube line got me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm pretty proud because I, you were talking about knowing all the lyrics to Cowboy, and I rem- I thought I knew like all the lyrics to this album. I'm pretty happy that I don't. Yeah, no, there was tracks that I was just like, I don't remember this at all, and I feel better about that. Yeah. It doesn't help the way that I project them either. <laughs> It just, I mean, that, that's what makes it a game. It's It makes it fun. All right, guys. <laughs> here's your next one. Life's a bitch. It is. But I deal with it. I'm in it to win it, like Iserman. Wasting time. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know all the words of that one, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh. Nice. I, I like would have had it. I would have had it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Shit. For sure, for sure. I was trying to debate where to start with that one because the first line of that song is "I'm a pimp," and I was like, "That's funny." That, so, that's and I was hoping you were going to start with that. Yeah, I didn't though because I when I listened to this album, I was like, "I hope he does this one." And I can hear Brandon go, "I'm a pimp." Yeah, yeah. No, but you got to hear me say "raw, raw, rip, rock, rude." So I did see that. Yeah, it was it was is perfect it, for you. Is it wasting time? The one where he says something like. Used to call me Bunny when my nose was fucking runny, but that fucking Bunny's getting fucking Matchbox Twenty money. Yes, yes. Because that line it doesn't hold up, which is it makes it hilarious. I mean, I'm sure Matchbox Twenty still has a lot of money, but who the fuck even talks about them? Australians do. Australians. They're big in Australia. They love them. They They love love them them in Australia. They they are. They are the Canadian Nickelback. (laughs) They'll listen to it. We got a couple of we got a couple listeners in Australia. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It's but, funny yeah. though, but they do love Rob Thomas in Australia, dude. That's hey, I don't mind Matchbox Twenty and Rob Thomas. I think he's a pretty all right dude. It seems like, but uh, yeah, that lyric cracks me up, man. That's Especially aged. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, it's time to get deep, or however deep you can get with Kid Rock lyrics. So let's talk about those deep cut dark horse tracks. Jer, start us off, buddy. Do you have a deep cut track on this one? Oh, no. Nope. Deep. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I mean, I don't know. Was I got was I got one for you like a single? I don't know. I think cuz I cuz I was going to say that I mean that Robert Bradley appearance is, makes it real a real dope track. I don't hear people talking about that track as much, so. Yep. Maybe that's my choice. Okay. All right. Does Steve, I see you chomping on food, so I'll I'll go ahead and and go next. <laughs> you guys are gonna find this actually like super surprising that I picked this as my deep cut until is I bar with a bar. I'm gonna it is. Nuts. It is. Um, but there's a reason behind it. So I picked Did this track. Bar? Huh? Nothing. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, I know. Well, bah. Anyway, I don't know. Lame. <laughs> All right. So I picked this track because it brings me back to my childhood. I was eight when this album came out. Okay. Um. So this track first came out. My oldest stepbrother was playing was played varsity hockey. And this track was kind of like one of the pump tracks that like as they were warming up on the ice and that sort of thing. So like it still is. It yeah, still absolutely. is. It very much still is. You're not wrong. So for me, like I was introduced to this song, but 
watching my stepbrother play hockey introduced me to hockey, which is a game that I love watching um, live on TV, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, this song isn't deep for most people, but it, it, and I was debating between making this my, my favorite and my deep cut, but I picked it as my deep cut because listening to it brought me back and like all of, all of that. But then also in 2007, um, when my stepbrother actually passed away, um, and the song, so like thinking of this song kind of brought me back to, to my childhood, his high school days, and then got me into like everything from 1998 to 20, 2007 and like all of that. So I just kind of bunny trailed that way. So when I first heard Bawa Daba, I was like, man, that kind of brings me, brings me back a little bit, just in a different, in a different way. So yeah, that, that one for me just was, you know, all right, I'll give you a pass on that one. All right. It's you fine. Went I knew, you went sentimental on me. I can't give you. I did go shit. slight sentimental. It's fine. I knew that I could. And I knew that you would give me a pass if I did. So that's the give main pass reason anyway. Why, but I mean, I know, but that's the no, but but really, like that was one of those, you know, you get that. My sure. name is Ken, and just like, oh, dude, like, it doesn't oh. matter. It the, the local AHL team here in Grand Rapids, they play it yeah. uh, pretty much every game. And it it's. The, lights, still are, the lights are off. You know, you got the strobes kind of going on the yeah. ice. It's, it's it's still, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a banger. Like it, I don't know if he could still do it live. Like if he could still get up, there. I'm, I'm sure he probably no, could. He's going to definitely have more loops behind him and, you know, things covering his ass than because there was, I mean, he would start the show off with, with that, like Ugh. with that I mean, track and sick. just, right. it would be, He'd come out to like the band just kind of playing behind him and they would start going for it. Yeah. And then he would get into that and just that start off. And it the show just went from there. And it was on yeah. the roller coaster. It didn't it didn't really drop down very far after that. It just went. Um oh my God knows why. Yeah, he didn't yeah. play those very much live. No, um I oh, I would until later on to get more of the country following. Um yeah. but mine was actually uh was wasting time. Um, okay. it's a single and I remember it, but I picked it because he, he alludes a lot to in his songs, especially in like cowboy. And then, um, I got one for it. He, he alludes to a lot of the Motown sound and like in wasting time, that hook is like the Motown sound brought into the nineties. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's so good where it's like the least n- redneck new metal of all the tracks that are on here a right. lot of, except for only god yeah. knows why but that is i don't count that one um because that was a radio it was made for the radio but wasting time was just it's like a pure like just classic rock r&b vibe and yeah. with, with the hip-hop is in there and you can definitely he, he incorporates it but mm-hmm. that hook is so good and the music on there is just so laid back and chill. And you're just like, where the hell did this come from? And then he gets back into the, you know, welcome to the party, which is just rap and going after it again. But it's like, well, give me more of that. Like that was actually decent. Um, But I agree with, with Jer, like that, the female that, that sang the hook on there was just top notch. And to find a deep cut track that people don't think about very often. The other one was, the other one I thought was bull God. I thought Bold okay. God was good. Um, and it being on a previous album, um, it was actually a it was actually from um the Polyfuse Method was as one of his first albums that came out, was as it came out, and he re released it five years later on Dead Without a Cause. Oh. Uh, so Bold God was actually probably his number one track coming into this album. It was probably his his most famous track, like in the in the Midwest where he toured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so I, I like that one, but it's hard to find a deep cut track because there's just the ones that are like nobody really knows are that way for a reason. Yeah. Um, and the other ones yeah. are like, OK, that one can be played in the radio if you cut out about three quarters of it. Right. So for sure. I picked Wasting Time. Okay. I, I like the track. Plus right. the Fleetwood Mac tie in is weird. It is. That weird. is so weird. It I need to weird. know more. No more. Somebody get Lindsey Buckingham on the line. <laughs> so final thoughts, guys. 
Yeah. For me, I'll just go because I'm talking already. Yeah. When Jer originally brought this one up, I was like, you know, I'm going to have to say nice things about Kid Rock. It's, this is going to kill me yeah. um, because yeah. same as you, I was in high school when this came out. It was kind of the new thing that even though it wasn't new, but it was the more popular form of music. I mean, all the alternative rock kind of grunge rock was falling by the wayside and people were kind of getting more into hip hop, but not really knowing how to really bridge that. And these popular bands like rage were like on the far left hand side of the spectrum <laughs> and like nobody really had anything to go forward there. So it wasn't really sure what to do with it. So mm-hmm. he had a place in music for a while there. I still like 24 yeah. years later listening to this going, what the hell were our parents thinking, letting us listen to this? I mean, I was a teenager, <laughs> like I was almost, I was sophomore or junior in high school. So like my mom gets a little bit of a pass, but Brandon was eight. Jerry, you were 10. Like your parents yeah. sucked at that situation. Like, no mom. Yeah. Cause if my, if my mother-in-law told me that, you know, my eight year old was listening to kid rock, I might have some questions. Um, <laughs> I might have a couple of questions. been like the, the hell. Yeah. What? Well, now, it wasn't Mom Alberta. That I'm sure it wasn't Mom Alberta. She's she's now pissed off. You listen to this. I tell you what, when you were right. ten or yeah. eight, yeah. um, it, it's hard because it does have a place. There is some nostalgia there. I'll say it again: the music, the band, and and Uncle Cracker, the DJ, it's really good. It's oh. it's like it's just that Southern rock mixes a little bit of hip-hop on there and it just melds perfectly the musicians that play in his band are top-notch they're all very good um they hit the sound that he wants them to hit but doing hip-hop with a full band is incredibly difficult um and making it sound even somewhat decent is incredibly difficult Mm -hmm. and they do it very well um but again nostalgia only brings you so far so with this one there's a lot more you factor in it than I would care to than I care to remember. Um, I'm gonna go with a four out of ten. Okay. There's four solid tracks that I will that I will listen to, know the words to, and feel bad about knowing the words to them. What All about right. you, Jerry? What do you got? Um. So, yeah, on the uh, I the thing you're talking about uh, having to say nice things about. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kid Rock and and how that and that is extremely painful. I agree. Um, I I'll say like the, this album is does have some innovation. Like I was saying, I think it's there. It's maybe not, but not maybe as innovative as you know I thought it was. Like nostal- nostalgically, like I I, uh, I think for me it was just like my introduction to a lot of the stuff that was happening on this album. So maybe that's why I thought it was so innovative. But uh, I do think it's really eclectic, and I think that's really cool. And I'm still somebody who's really attracted to really eclectic artists and really eclectic albums. So in in that regard, I think that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, it's just really wide ranging. You have like a country song, you have new metal stuff, you have funk. You know, there's just such a wide range of influences and inspirations and genres on here, and that's pretty cool. Um, I, one thing, uh, as far as final thoughts, I think that a lot of these songs sound like they were written specifically with uh, WWE intros in mind, because so many of these feel like <laughs> you're about to spray water out your mouth and like go kick yeah. someone's ass, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, and I can't, so, you know, like Bawa Taba is a great exa- example of that with the My Name is Kid. I mean, right there, like I, I could kick a door down, man. Yeah, absolutely. But, but uh, so I'll give it to, uh, man, it sucks because it's Kid Rock and I think he's the biggest douche on the planet. <laughs> and uh, but I, I'm somewhere in between like a six and a, I don't want to say a seven. That seems too acceptable, but I don't think it's I think it's better than a five. There's a lot of trash on here. So maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll stick with the six because a lot of the trash kind of dilutes the few good, the few okay. bangers. Because there's, there's a few bangers. So I'm going to go with a six. You're unmute yourself, Steve. Brandon, before you go, yeah. Um, I have one question for both of you, and then you can get your final thoughts. Okay. Do you believe that Kid Rock's character in Joe Dirt was him actually acting, <laughs> or is that just Kid Rock? Because his character's name was Robbie. They didn't go very far on this. Mm. 
He only had like three lines. And they were not delivered very well. You know, okay. So so you mentioned at the top, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> dissect this a little bit. Wow. He was in he lived in Romeo. He was a rich, rich trailer trash. He his persona was the trailer trash. Yes. So with that, I think he played his persona more than Bob Richie the person. Okay. He played Kid Rock. He didn't play. He played Bob Kid Rock. Rich. Okay. He didn't play. He Bob used to play Rich. Kid Rock. He needs to stop doing that. That's, right. That role has been worn out. Right. I will. I will say though, he had one other um, notable movie credit in in that in that year. He had two movies come out in two thousand one, guys. He was Joe Dirt. He was Robbie and Joe Dirt. But he was also in the terrible animated movie Osmosis Jones. Where he, played a kid, he, he played a kidney stone. What? What a movie that was! Kidney Rock was his was his uh his character in Osmosis Jones. I remember watching that and like in school. That's a terrible movie to watch in school. I'm pretty sure we like watched it in school. Bill Murray, like horrible body, and then yeah, Eddie Murphy's inside of him. Yeah, yeah, I watched. Yeah, we watched that in school. It's like the Magic School Bus on crack. That's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it was Eddie yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was Eddie Murphy. Was I gotta Jones. figure out where that's streaming. I want to watch that again. <laughs> just for uh, just for nostalgia purposes. You, okay, you go through your final thoughts and I'll let you know where it's streaming. I'll find it for you. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So for me, Kid Rock is a questionable individual. This album <laughs> has a lot of certified bangers. Or oh, at least shit. a handful. Oh no. No, 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 no. Don't worry. I I think I initially I rode the nostalgia wave more than the in-depth let's look at what things are saying that sort of vibe um I could have honestly gone without a couple of the tracks toward the end for sure I yeah. think it could have ended I'll just read my notes as they are because I know what they say and I actually said what I said. Um, I think it could have ended with Only God Knows Why and then Swap actually fuck off in Only God Knows Why so that way Only God Knows Why is at the end. Um, I think that would have maybe wrapped up the the album a little bit better. Um, I don't know. This album is kind of... It's got some good. It's got a lot of bad. It's... I don't know. I, I I just at the end of the day, it's just an I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. uh Steve said four, Jer, you said six. I'm gonna go right in the middle. Let's give it a five. It's wow. it's, it's the I don't thirty. It's an I don't know album because I mean we've talked about it. Like there's a lot of like meh. And there's a couple that are like, yeah, this, I mean, it's still kind of bangs, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know this. How is that's literally going to be the show notes is just going to be today. Yeah. We talked about blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't so know. I think that works. I mean, for me, like t- talking about the nostalgia wave, like riding one like tracks, like halfway through the album, you know, I'm riding that nostalgia wave, but then I, it hits a brick wall kind of yeah. quick and it starts uh, pretty soon. It's just pain more and more painful. I think the first half of the record's pretty all right. And then it takes a hard left turn, you know, um, it does. It does. I think only God knows why is that wall, because after that, you start thinking like, what is happening right now? Like yeah, because it picks back up, but it's not as good as the bank, like the more upbeat tracks that happened before. Yeah, I think you, I think what you, your, your proposed track list is definitely a stronger yeah. way they could have taken it. It's just a little bit too much. It's 14 out, 14 tracks. That's a lot of tracks, kind of. And a lot of the tracks are pretty long, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, don't, yeah, yeah I mean, there's not, there's not a track that I don't think goes under three and a half minutes. Yeah, it's there's a lot of long, there's a lot of four minute plus tracks on here and stuff. Um, it's it's a long, painful a long journey. Sure. It just it's just too much. It's too yeah. much. That's what it is. Yeah, it's diluted. I, I, and I think that 
I mean, I could have gone without fuck off too. Like that song just got weird toward the end. Yeah. Like, it's like you almost, you almost felt like you needed to be one of the guys calling Bob Ritchie and be like, bro, what is happening to you right now? Like <laughs> I, I, I want to find you, but I, I mean, I need to find you. Do I want to find you? I guess I don't know, but you know what I mean? So I don't know. That's my new proposed track list. If uh kid rock yeah. is listening. So. Yeah, it feels like there was no fat trimming going on with this album. It feels like everything he had, he was like, we have to put it on this album because I yeah. wrote this shit. Yeah, and I'm very much into how an album is constructed. And this one was, it could have been better. It could have been better. Not that it would have made the album better, but I think that, I mean, it might have a little bit. Who knows? It's always so, possible. Yeah. So I do think uh, ba, I think, I do think Bawa De Ba is a good way to start the album, though. Yeah, that's a great opener, it right? Does, it, oh, it hits you. It hits you right where you needed because I guarantee you all, because Jared and I both mentioned it, Steve. I think I think it would for you too. That hits the nostalgia wave almost instantly, and you're just like, "All right," brings you back yeah. to 1998 when you first heard it. So, yeah, you can't go wrong with it. It's 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 just right there. Yeah. So, right. um, Osmosis, update on Osmosis Jones. Where can I stream it? You can find it on Prime Video. It is okay. not Eddie Murphy. It's Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah, that's that's Chris Rock right. is us. So it's it's got Chris Rock, David Hyde Pierce, and then Lawrence Fitch, Fishburne, Bill Shatner, Ron Howard, good old Chris Elliott, and Molly Shannon are all in this movie. What's it's it got rating? a pretty decent cast, but it's it's it did terribly. It actually was so bad, Warner Brothers had to disband their animation department. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting you. They put so much money into this movie, and it was so bad that Warner Brothers disbanded their animation department. Oh, no. oh gosh! Look, their movies—they just started, they stopped doing movies for Warner Brothers for quite a yeah. while. Yeah. Oh my god. So, but you can crazy. find it on you can if you're a Prime Video subscriber, you can find it there. You can also find it on Stars if anybody has a Star subscription. You can also rent it on Amazon for two bucks. Okay. Well, I don't. And I don't iTunes want for to two that. bucks, but it's but if you have Prime, <laughs> I mean, pretty much everybody does. Yeah, pirate that shit. Um, yeah, pretty much okay. everybody's got Bezos there somewhere. So absolutely, that's where All you can right. find Osmosis Jones and a good old Kid Rock as the Kidney Stone. There you go. He got oh, the soundtrack too. I checked that out. Uh, uh-huh. I bet that's interesting. I bet it's got that's nappy a roots and like you know, it's got all kinds of people. Is on Kid it. Rock on the soundtrack? He is. So is Uncle Cracker. Of course, with original songs. Mm-hmm. For the, with oh. a, him and him and Joe C have a track on there. Oh shit! Now oh, I kind of want to hear it. Joe. There's something about Joe C that gets me. That Something about Josie that gets me. He was awesome. So yeah, um, that that's what it is, man. So, uh, guys, this has been Kid Rock's Devil Without a Cause. Now, Jer, this is gonna come out on January thirteenth. Yep. Um, it is a Friday. It is. So Friday. you want to plug anything you got coming up in January? I know you always got your stuff on Tuesdays. Yeah, event-wise, yeah, definitely. Park Theater Open Mic every Tuesdays. Um, I don't have a lot of shows in the books for around that, that time that I could, um, that I'd be announcing quite yet, but definitely the uh, the open mic stuff. Um, and then I'll be doing um, karaoke nights over there at Park Theater as well, starting in uh, 2023. Uh, well, we've, we've been doing them, but in 2023 they're going to be regularly on every third friday of the month and those are pretty dope karaoke nights really really elevated you know big production uh Mm -hmm. you're really a rock star at at this karaoke night you know and then you do every once in a while you do family friendly activities where you do the kids karaoke or the kids open mic as well so yeah yeah we've got we we actually got you know one coming up shortly from when this is recorded it'll have already happened uh once this is released, but that'll be our fourth one that we've done so far. The P Tom Junior is what you're speaking of. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like the under 21 open mic night. You know, I, it's one of those things where the Park Theater open mics just such a wholesome, good experience for the community that I just absolutely knew we had to have a more, you know, GPG rated kind of thing for the younger generation. And it, it's been great and really building. And it's going to be quarterly again, uh, again in, uh, 2023 that's kind of how it just kind of happened this year that we ended up doing four of them but next year it's the plan that there's going to be four of them i think we're looking at march for the first one of those next cool. year but the official we'll, announcement we'll plug be- that when those come out too we we, we always like to plug your stuff because we know you're hey, doing great that. things there in holland i remember talking to you when we were kind of looking at things and you didn't know what the hell was going to happen the first time we talked to you a couple of years ago and right and then the park theater kind of just fell things kind of worked out and fell on you and then it just it's just exploded 
ever since. It's, and it's been great, man. Yeah, it's I've learned a lot about myself and a lot about my community being there. And uh, yeah, you're doing I great ask. things in Holland, man. I I've, I hear Thank I you, have brother. people that that live in Holland and, and come to Holland quite frequently, and they talk about that. I'm like, hey, I know the guy that runs that and the guy that's security for it. So like, oh yeah, chat. Yeah, so like I just is like you know I I I know people that do that constantly. They're like really, I was like yeah. I said, I just hear how awesome it is, how much fun they have, and it's you know it's always a good time, always inviting yeah. and welcoming. You know, it's always eclectic. You never know what you're going to get when you show up either. It's always kind of just off the wall stuff, but it's always fun. So, yeah, you guys are doing a good job. It's always want to make sure to put it out there that Absolutely. you know that I've, I've heard that without you having hey. to ask for it, that people hear and <laughs> see you're doing a good job. And then I was like, hey, I know the guy that helps run that, and they're like, really? That's I was like, yeah, he puts a lot of work into it. That's I'm glad that's the word on the street because yeah, it's it's my passion, man. I really, really love it. Love uh what we're doing there. And this, you know, the stuff that really gets me excited about it is the it's the community building aspect. It's the celebrating differences aspect. You know, it's mm -hmm. an open mic. So of course the music and the performances are great, the comedy, the poetry, all that stuff. Dancing, wrestling, you know, we're kind wrestling. of really Yeah, we did you not hear recently we just had I did wrestlers. see the wrestling one. That was fun. Oh my god. I awesome. saw you dressed up like a pro wrestler. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, our whole staff dressed up as wrestlers and we had some wrestlers come in and do like a 15 minute slot and do like a contract signing. It was epic, you know, sort of all sorts of stuff. We've had break dancers in there, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, shout out Pure Pro Wrestling. They tore it up. It's a place where yeah, you can express yourself in like any way you can do it on that stage, man. We'll we'll hook it up. We want to make that happen for you. Wow. That's fantastic, man. That's fantastic, Steve. Where can yes. everybody where can everybody find the notes when gold podcast? Everybody can find us on social media is primarily Facebook and Instagram. We are still on Twitter. I haven't gotten brand to do true social yet, but I'm still working on it. Um, but we uh, <laughs> can be found on Facebook, the Notice Goats podcast, Twitter or Twitter. I think Twitter too, the same thing. Um, but it Instagram is. and TikTok um, are the Notes My Goats pod. All three of them, you will find Nate chomping on a record, um, doing our thing there. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram uh, to start. That's where we post 95% of our stuff. Mm -hmm. um, even some of the stuff from TikTok gets posted over on Facebook on the, on the Reels section as well. Um, if you're not following us on TikTok, do just give us a follow there. We are trying to get our our followers up over a thousand so we can go live and do the podcast live on tiktok mm -hmm. but coming up very shortly we are looking at doing another form of live um video-esque podcasting guys adding to our repertoire in 2023 trying to branch out if you heard yeah. the podcast at the end of 2022 you probably got a little bit more detail on that and when that's hopeful going to come out, um, but keep up. If you haven't checked out that podcast yet, go back a couple of weeks, check out the end of the year, kind of wrapping up 2022, followed by our goals for 23. Um, I'm sure they're going to be vast. We did almost 120 podcasts last year, mm -hmm. um, and we're just keeping on rolling, man. So, yeah. but and as always, you can find us all those places, any sort of podcast platform you found us on today or you found us on before, give us a rating or review. Those help us just go up the charts and then, I can't show this. I can't stress this enough. Share us with a friend, someone. If you had fun listening to what we talked about today, share us with somebody else. Put us on social media. I listened to these guys. I listened to this episode. I had a lot of fun. That's free. Doesn't cost you a thing. You can even yes. just put it out there and just share the stuff that we share. And doesn't it just takes two you seconds here to write? You don't have to write anything. You don't have to say anything special about us. Just they'll click on it. So just do with the share. Just click share and click share post. Two clicks and it's done. You then then you can forget about us. Yep. So guys, <laughs> that is and that helps us just grow. We've we've grown so much Love in the it. last year. We've we've uh, what gone have, almost two hundred percent. Yeah, we have um, at this point, well, at the end of end of 2021, Steve, and we'll talk about it more or we've talked about it already because mm -hmm. I've mentioned it, but uh, we're recording this episode prior to that one. So um, we we at the end of 2021, we tripled our listens uh, and our downloads from 2021 through 2022. So I like it. So we're doing well, guys. We, but awesome. we to keep growing, we just need your help, and that's all it is. We keep doing this for fun. We've done well over two hundred of these now, and we're going to keep on going because it's still fun, it's still and we fun. still have a good time with it. So we will um, stop when it's not fun. That is a hundred percent true. Do something else that's more fun. Um, it's true. But before that happens, guys, 
we appreciate you guys listening. We Jerry, we appreciate having you on, man. Absolutely. Um, we're already kicking around ideas for new games in 2023, so Absolutely. keep an eye out for... Um, <laughs> for more music contracts coming your way. Cause we're going to do and, and you'll be paid in a more timely manner. <laughs> yeah. Email me. Um, it was good. I saved it for rainy day. That's there what happens. It happens. But Hey, if there's anything else you need from us, we're happy to share your stuff all the time, man. Again, you're doing fantastic things. We can't wait to see what else going to come for you in 2023. And Likewise. we'll just latch onto your star a little bit as we go. There you hey, go. hey, back at you. Y'all are killing it. All right. Well, thanks man. You have a good day. Yeah, you too. Absolutely. Much love, y'all. Bye, guys. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats.